everybody. This is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you for tuning in to the Naked Humanity Once Meaning of Everything podcast. Today is episode number 31X, and I am going to be talking about myths about capitalism. This is a really important topic. I think it's one of the topics that I really wanted to get to. Earlier in the week, I chatted with Dr. Dennis LaRusso about faith in the workplace, faith in American libertarianism or the spirit of capitalism, basically. And I thought this would be a nice time to insert a discussion about certain myths that are very popular about capitalism, particularly on the left. Uh, And so the three myths that I am going to address are that uh, capitalism is inherently racist, that capitalism causes depression, and other mental health problems, or is the sole cause, rather, of these problems, and that uh, capitalism or libertarianism uh, actively resists, is against the idea of organization or government completely. Uh, These are also myths that I want to address. A few quick notes before jumping into that. Uh, Our winner of the book giveaway this week, uh, her name is Celine Pollard. She gets to choose one of many books. The number of books that I am giving away has increased. The library is ever growing as I am trying very hard on social media platforms to share with you a wide variety of books and ones that I specifically recommend on different topics. Uh, so you can read them if you want to. So check out the list of books at stephanieruper.com slash book giveaway. If you want to win a book, all you have to do is write a review from this for this podcast, uh, take a screenshot of it, and then share it with me on a social media platform uh, or email it to me at stephanie at nakedhumanity.org. And you can you will then be permanently entered into the drawing. That's it. That's it for notes. And of course, also, we are now called Naked Humanity uh, and no longer the meaning of everything. And I appreciate your patience as we go through that transition. Uh, But I'm very excited about all of the new branding and materials and stuff that we have. And I would love your feedback, of course, if you have anything that you would like to share. Uh, So that's it for the notes. And as for the content about capitalism. Uh, As I mentioned, there are three myths that I want to address. I think that this is uh, very important. I find it very problematic, and this is something that I have been talking about recently a lot. I find it very problematic that we have such oversimplified views of our cultural institutions, right? So religion, science, government, capitalism, socialism, Marxism, all of these different things, we have very simplified views of them in our public discourse. And we are also have very simplified views of different perspectives. We, uh, If we're democratic, we oversimplify Republicans. If we're Republican, we oversimplify Democrats. I mean, it is a fundamental fact of the human species that we oversimplify and of course denigrate groups that are different from our own. And we tend to see much more complexity and nuance within our own perspectives. And we don't see it in others. We don't try to appreciate it in others, but we need to. We need to because we're talking past each other. And that's something that is really inimical to progress and really inimical to actually doing good work, making good decisions, getting good stuff done. So I want to talk about capitalism today because I tend to run in pretty progressive circles, but I... 
am always working really hard to question my own viewpoint and understand the viewpoint of others. And I do have a background of coming from a quite a Republican or conservative space. And so it's pretty easy for me politically to see the perspective of, of both sides and for better or for worse, our current economic situation, the, the question of capitalism has become very politicized, right? You're either pro-capitalist and you're Republican or you're, eh, you know, maybe anti-capitalist uh, or if not outright anti-capitalist, then at least very skeptical of free markets uh, on the left. And I am seeing these somewhat oversimplified myths being uh, promulgated on social media quite a bit. So the first myth Capitalism is inherently racist. Okay, so the idea here, and it's it's not a it's not a fundamentally bad idea. The idea here is that capitalism provides a way for marginalized people to be further marginalized. And of course, this does happen, right? In the free market today, corporations pursue profits, and this means that people who are marginalized can suffer from it, right? I mean, look at Flint. Now, this is a governmental problem as much as it is a problem of capitalism, of of people's self-interest. Right now, to be clear, I'm defining capitalism as a free market economy where agents are free to pursue uh, in a business world what what they like, uh, so long as it is not actively harming others. Now, clearly, there are cases in which people are really harmed Right. And again, Flint and the water crisis is is a huge example of this. But the public interest is also does play a role in this. The government does play a role in this. And so these groups can be very marginalized. And there has been a lot of work done to demonstrate how environmental legislation, while environmental, I would say the free market, right, working businesses not taking care of the environment can impact people and will disproportionately impact people who are less privileged because they don't have the resources to live in really nice neighborhoods or what have you, right? To buy filters for their water, to pay for all this bottled water. So people who, um, people may suffer if they can't afford these resources being provided by capitalistic markets, right? Um, And these are, these are very important issues, But capitalism in itself, right, racism exists and capitalism is providing a way in which racism can be practiced. That's a fact. And I don't mean racism being practiced as it is intentional, right? I'm not saying that people are intentionally going out and taking away resources, taking away more resources from black people than they are from white people, for example. People aren't doing it intentionally. Uh, maybe they are. I'm not saying that, but it happens. It is a platform. It is a means by which it happens. But you have to also consider the fact that should we have a more heavily regulated or a governmentally determined economic system, there's no saying that racism wouldn't exist. I mean, it's very clear throughout history that societies that have strong governmental influence of the market are not necessarily the most equitable. You can have government employees who discriminate. You can have government policies that actively discriminate. And we've seen this, 
right? And so there is no guarantee that if we had more governmental regulation of the market, that it would actually do so in a fair way. Now, we live in a society in which people are becoming increasingly aware of the rights and the injustices that are attendant to being marginalized, you know, a community that has fewer privileges and fewer accesses to resources. We live in a society where people are becoming more aware. And so it's possible, it's probable that if the government regulated industry more, it would enact more practices that were liable to help people. But there's no guaranteeing that. And there's no guaranteeing that moving into the future, we would continue to do that. The problem is that people pursue power where they can. And so people who are really power hungry right now in a free market are doing it as in, in a free market kind of way. But if, if they wanted to advance their own power in a system that had much more government control, then they could do that through the government. You know, and we do see systems in which governments have more control over markets go pretty well and very broadly construed, right? People are always talking about Scandinavian countries, but there is no guarantee that that is the case. And these systems are not inherently racist or not racist. They are more individually decided or more decided by a governmentally regulated, authorized place, right? I mean, the real difference between a more regulated and a less regulated system is really basically can force, violent force be used to coerce you to do something in a legal way. Like that is the real question there. And that is, that is the difference. And it is not whether, uh, whether there is racism or not that will continue to exist in our society, whether we have capitalism or not. So that is a myth. Capitalism inherently racist. Another thing I've heard a few times, and I, it's capitalism is the cause of depression. I've only, it's not as big a claim as capitalism is the cause of racism. And the basic argument here is that you live in a system in which, as Marx argued, uh, you are alienated from the fruits of your labor, by which Marx basically meant uh, that there's the, the meaning is sucked out of your work and you don't get the true value back from your work because you are yoked to the, you know, the powers of your employers. And in a capitalist system, therefore, you can become really depressed because you are estranged from the fruits of your labor. Your work is perhaps meaningless. You're not uh, feeling safe because you are subject to the whims of employment and this without the safety and without this meaningfulness capitalism then can cause uh, mental health problems and depression. And uh, of course, I agree that this can most certainly be a problem, but we need to not oversimplify things. I, every single day I hear someone say, oh, hashtag because capitalism, or this is because of capitalism. And we need to be very careful, right? This idea of capitalism as the cause of depression, I think is an important case study of how we might talk about capitalism being the cause of X, Y, or Z things, all these different things. Everything is always more complex than that, right? There are so many different causes of mental health problems. Physical health is a big, important cause, right? It has been demonstrated time and time again that inflammation in the brain, which is linked to inflammation in the gut, is a huge factor in how somebody's 
brain functions, how their emotions function, whether they're capable of functioning normally. We are physical bodies and we are affected by how much we exercise, by the way that we eat, by how much sun exposure we have. These are huge factors in depression. And uh, so is your community, right? And your experience of trauma and substance abuse and family relationships and all these different things are huge factors in the mental health crises, you know, that, that, that we're seeing sweeping America and the world today. And, and so we can't just reduce it. We can't reduce it to capitalism basically is what I'm saying. And this is uh, the case for most things, just like racism, you can't uh, reduce it to capitalism. Okay. Uh, the third myth that I want to talk about is this idea uh, that libertarians who tend to be the people or the party that most represent or endorse capitalism. Uh, I often see the idea. I saw a little meme thing today uh, that actually inspired this podcast. Uh, it, I hear the idea that capitalism is uh, anti-organization, right? So I think Rand Paul, I believe it was Rand Paul, had tweeted about asking for donations for something so people could come together and fight for this cause, perhaps for the libertarian cause. And somebody had like clapped back or what have you and said, uh, oh, look at libertarians. This is so ironic uh, coming together to do something, but a socialist thing to do. The thing is that the libertarian party, and of course it's very diverse and there are many different factions of it, are not against self-organizing. They're not against donating to things, right? It's not just a party full of people who selfishly want to keep their money and have privilege and, and want whatever. There are many people actually within the Libertarian Party who think that a free market is the best way to organize and the best way to provide resources to people who are marginalized and who suffer injustices. Now, of course, this isn't true of the entire party, but it is a significant portion of the party. And so you need to I think it's very important not to automatically villainize somebody because of how they think society should be structured. Most people are quite well-intentioned in how they think society should be structured. And libertarians do really think that people coming together is, an, is important, but they think that people do it better in a private way without government regulation, right? And this is why they're pro free markets often, again, not for everybody. Some people are really selfish and just want to keep their own money. Uh, but by and large, people in the Libertarian Party think that reducing government regulation provides people with the most efficient way to get things done and the most effective and the most helpful way to get things done. And so I think that that's really important to understand. It's really important to understand not just this one particular detail that libertarians think that people come together most effectively, can fundraise, can participate in community events, can create projects, or get water to people in Flint, right? Many libertarians are really frustrated because of the ways in which cronyism and uh the government is interfering with how money or how water could be provided to people in Flint at a variety of costs, right? Uh, of course, people are libertarians. Some are very upset about how that's being done. Not all, of course. Uh, all these different things, They many people believe that this could happen most effectively if there were less government regulation. 
Now, I'm not saying whether or not they're correct. I honestly don't know. I think I'm not educated enough about many of these specific issues uh, to really come down one way or another. But I think it's important to note that this is a possibility. And also, most importantly, that uh, the position of people who are pro-free markets is not necessarily inherently evil. You know, and it's worth talking to people to understand their good intentions and how they're motivated and why. I think that that's very, very important. Um, so those are three myths about capitalism and I think are pretty important to note. I mentioned to recap that uh, there is a myth that capitalism is inherently racist. There's a myth that capitalism causes depression or other mental health disorders or really basically any problem uh, that people might experience in society today. And there is a myth that capitalism is inherently against the organization organization of people uh, coming together right, uh, in society. These are all vastly vast oversimplifications of positions of people who are pro-free markets and, of course, a radical oversimplification of how uh, free markets work and how government regulation could work. I think that that's all very important to understand. There is a deep amount of complexity and nuance to these questions. And also, I think we should always consistently be checking ourselves to make sure that we're looking for it, you know, and to make sure that we're understanding, really, really understanding uh, the sides, uh, both sides of, of the arguments that we encounter, especially on social media, which, as I discussed in episode 29X uh, about myths about social media, I can link to that in the show notes. As I discussed in that episode, we definitely tend to radically oversimplify and jump to conclusions about arguments that we encounter in the world and specifically online because they happen without context. So that's all some really important stuff to note. I will leave it there for now. This has been episode number 31X. We have discussed myths about capitalism. You can get at me and I would appreciate it if you would, if you loved or hated this episode or anything else about this podcast uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stephanie Ruper. This has been the Naked Humanity Once the Meaning of Everything podcast. And I am so grateful and excited to have you with me. I will be back as ever next week. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,